It's the Friday edition of the Locked On NFL Podcast. That means you know who it is. It's Chris Carter. It's your boy Q. We're going to talk to you about the guys who are getting busted with fake vaccination cards. That's been rough in the NFL. We'll also talk about that Cowboys dub on Thursday Night Football. Let's get into it. You are Locked On NFL. Your daily NFL podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome to the Locked On NFL Podcast. I'm Chris Carter. He's your boy Q. We are hosting the Friday edition of the Locked On NFL Podcast, which you can find on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Odyssey, and of course, YouTube. Hit this like button on the YouTube video if you're watching it. Subscribe to the Locked On NFL channel for all the updates on your favorite football league. Q, how you been, my man? I'm good, man. Blessed. Ready to be back at it, man. Doing this on this Friday, closing out the week really strong as we always do, man. Look forward to the to the show and always look forward to NFL action. It's crazy, man, that week 13 is already here. It's it's so it's insane, man. And I know I've been saying that all season long. Funny, believe it or not, earlier this week, I was actually saying week 14. So I basically acted like a, a, a hotel room or a or a fancy hotel and skipped floor 13 and went straight to 14. I don't know why I did that, but I did. Well, you know, hotels is different because you know sometimes they skip the thirteenth floor because of the whole curse thing. But, uh, but no, no, I feel you. It, it's it's that point of the year where you're just kind of like, well, we're here. It's late, and but also we're also feeling weird because typically there's five games left at this point of the season. Now there's six games left. Right. We're all jacked up right now, man. None of this makes sense. But you know what? Also, doesn't make sense. Q players faking back the vaccination cards. I mean. There's one thing about like, you know, like Aaron Rodgers, he lied to the media. He led people on the wrong way, but he didn't fake a vaccination card. He wasn't, he wasn't doing all that. I mean, he might as well. He might as well. He might as well. I'm not trying to minimize what he did, but it's literally against the law what these guys right. did. And I'm talking, of course, about Mike Edwards, a safety uh, free agent, John Franklin. And of course, the biggest name here. Antonio Brown, the recent Super Bowl champion with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He's a former Raider uh, for about two seconds, but of course, a former Pittsburgh Steeler. So we both covered him. Uh, you, of course, albeit briefly, but um, you know, this is just another episode where it's just crazy. And it also, again, it stems from Antonio Brown's situation. He didn't pay his chef. That's not new. He's done that a few times. <laughs> and then his chef outed him. He said, like, they asked me for fake vaccination cards um, and, and put them out there. And so now he's suspended for three games. Antonio Brown's already been hurt a lot this season. It just it just seems like such a dumb thing to get to get caught up in. It really is, and the thing about it is, we talked about it a few weeks ago when the no, the you know the news started trickling out about the chef and just said how silly it was. And I think we both said on the show, like, "Hey, man, if you don't want to get vaccinated, fine, but just just take what it. what comes with it." You know, what I mean, like Own that's it, yeah. that's what you're supposed to do. And and you know, to find out that these guys ultimately did get fake vaccination cards, that's troubling. And the reason it's troubling is not because those three guys got busted, but it's the fact that. There's guys in the league that probably did the same thing that haven't got busted. So, you know what I mean? Like, I don't think they're the only three guys that did it. I think they're the only three guys that have got caught. So that's a big problem right there because I remember uh, hearing very early on that, yeah, you can't, really fa- uh, you can't really fake these situations and you can't really fake these vaccination cards where we all knew that that was false because you could pretty much fake anything. <laughs> and so now you just kind of wonder. you got to wonder, like, across the landscape of the league – how many other guys are in that same position? And is the NFL going to take that next step and say, hey, we've got to go back and do a little bit more homework? 
we got to do a little bit more digging or do they not really care because it's like, well, it looks like everyone's been vaccinated. So maybe it's one of those, oh, I didn't see it. I didn't know it appeared to be this way. And oh, it wasn't. You know what I mean? Like where does the NFL really, truly lie on this? Because I honestly think three game suspension is pretty much nothing. Yeah, I mean, it's. You know, you you knock them out for like the I guess the rest of the next month. But if you're on a playoff team, you're going to be in the playoffs making money that way, which is what the Tampa Bay Buccaneers they were fine with him last year. They missed Antonio Brown for most of the season. He came back in for the final like six games or right. so, caught a touchdown in each one, and then all of a sudden he's a major asset to him. So we'll see how that plays out. But let's get into this Thursday night football game briefly. Um, twenty-seven seventeen win for the Cowboys over the Saints. A game that you, you really felt that the Cowboys should have won with the Saints quarterback situation. Um. You know, but that, they didn't put the exclamation point on it. Dak Prescott only 238 yards through a touchdown and an interception. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott hasn't been able to really get it started for the Cowboys. 13 carries, 45 yards. Uh, Tony Pollard led the way with a 71 yards. He, he had a touchdown on a 58 yarder. Um, but I think the biggest thing here is that the Saints they they have a really competitive defense that will keep you in yeah. games. But just they 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 announced that Taysom Hill would be the starter as as Ross Jackson talked about this week on his Locked On Saints podcast. But Taysom Hill, I, I just don't know what he has to show Sean Payton to prove that he's not the guy. I want to know who he's got naked pictures of. <laughs> I mean, seriously, because he keeps getting these contracts, or he, you know, what I mean, seriously. like he's getting paid like he's a really good quality player, and honestly, he's a really good special teamer. I mean, he's, and I don't want to disrespect special teams. He's a really good special teamer. He's a really good gadget guy, but he gets play, paid like he's a really good player, even a lower level quarterback. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, I don't, he gets paid like Derek Carr money. And I know Derek Carr is not an elite quarterback. I'm not saying he's a Hall of Famer, but it's still decent money. I don't understand. Yeah. I don't understand what the uh, infatuation is with Taysom Hill. It just, it kind of bothers me. And the other thing about this game is, the Cowboys are lucky Taysom Hill was the quarterback because their offense stinks. Yeah. Their offense their has stunk the last two weeks. And if it wasn't for Taysom Hill throwing four picks, including a pick six to a big man, they probably Ooh. lose this game. Again, yeah. that they that's shouldn't. the other thing. This would have been a lot. This would have been close. Yeah, had it, like if it wasn't for that pick six. If they had like, you like throwing at the, at the quarterback position instead of Taysom Hill, the game would have been a lot closer. Actually, yeah, you're right, because I'd have thrown a couple touchdowns on him, boys. Like, let me let, let me let him know. I right don't now. doubt that. I'm just saying Taysom Hill stinks <laughs> at the quarterback position. He, he's, and he's it so just bad. it blows my mind. And so the Cowboys, they yeah, they they uh they turned those uh interceptions into points, and that was great. But their running game has been suspect the last few weeks. Uh their offense, even Dak hasn't been very good the last few weeks. I mean, if I'm a Cowboy fan, I'm concerned about this situation because you are leading the NFC East. You're most likely going to win the division. You're going to go into the playoffs, but with that piss-poor uh, offense, you're not going to win a game in the playoffs. You have to get right offensively. Your defense, cool. Offense, not so much. No, I, I agree with you there. Like the, you got to be able to 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 make plays on offense, especially with that roster. Like as as much as we're hyped about Micah Parsons and Trayvon Diggs, that that defense is still not completely put together. And if you want to win games with this roster, you got to put up mega points. Uh, but back to your point on Taysom Hill. I just I don't see it. I don't get it. Why is he does he keep getting he, these deals? His current contract with the Saints has him with the team through 2026. Um 5 the, years it, for a special teamer? 5 years over the next 4 seasons in 2022, 2023, 24 and 25, he will cost 12.2 million dollars against their salary cap. That's just, I don't I don't get it, man. I don't get it. He's he's a good player as far as 
He provides exactly. a little something to the offense. He's a special yeah. teams dude. He has legs. Yes, he can run. I get it. But that's what you're paying for. You're not paying for his arm, but yet they give him contracts that looks like they're paying for his arm. Like I, I just, I don't, I don't get it. I mean, it, it, I don't know. I'm obviously, I'm probably making too much of of it. But I just I don't understand why Sean Payton likes him so stinking much. Once Jameis Winston went down, the Saints knew they were in trouble. They, they have they're in their first five game losing streak since two thousand and five. In two thousand and five, wow. Sean wow. Payton was not there, and in two thousand and five, Drew Brees was not there. They didn't get mm. there till two thousand and six. They haven't had a five game losing streak in the Sean Payton, Payton era, and now here here they are. And I'm not saying it's all on Taysom Hill because this is the, the game he started. But once the that once Jameis Winston went down, they were cooked. Yeah. The, 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 this, this Saints team has fallen apart. Um, you know, again, I, I look at the money that they've handed to this guy. You know, I was covering Pitt, Virginia a, a, a couple weeks ago, and Virginia had this guy who they just had FBP as his position because he's a football player. Right. He caught the ball, he blocked, he ran the ball, did whatever they asked him. That's who Taysom Hill is. He's a, he's a, he's a football player. A football I give him player. that. Yeah, but he ain't he ain't no quarterback. No, he ain't no guy. You know, he's a gadget player, and gadget players should not be getting twelve point two million dollars of your salary. That's cap. like this. I mean, you cover the Steelers. You've obviously mm-hmm. followed the Steelers for a long time. That's like Heinz Ward going in at quarterback. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's it's, it's a joke. It's a right. bad joke. Right. Exactly. Like that's not his role. You know, mm-hmm. I, I don't care how athletic he is or. I mean, hell, look how long it took for uh, for for Slash to even get the quarterback position. Yep. You know what I mean? <laughs> look at yep. that. He was he was a quarterback. He mm-hmm. had to play multiple roles just to get on the field. Taysom Hill ain't a quarterback. He's he's not he's not even on close to Cordell Stewart's no. level when he was in Pittsburgh. Not even close. Heck, I I'd argue that he's not even on Antoine Randall's level. He's not. And Antoine Randall. And Randall came in at one point. They had Heinz Ward, Randall, and Cordell Stewart, all guys that had played quarterback in their careers. Um, it was it, that was a wild time. But no, I'm I'm with you. This Taysom Hill experiment is just atrocious. It's dumb. It's stupid. Um, and it's costing the Saints games now at this at this point of the season. And sure, there's probably outside circumstances there, but it, it's costing them games. It's going to cost them a chance at the, at the playoffs if this if this keeps up, um, and I, I think it begs the question: How many teams out there think they have their young franchise quarterback that's going to set them up for the next five to ten years uh, in the NFL? We're going to explore that and answer that question in just a bit, a bit here. But first, I got to tell you guys about our great sponsor, Boost Mobile. When it comes to Boost Mobile, you listen to podcasts for the power of knowledge. You switch to Boost Mobile for the power of saving money. Because with Boost, you get the power of a free 5G phone. So you can listen to all those latest episodes on your favorite podcast. The power of three unlimited data lines for 30 bucks a month per line so your family can harness all of that brain power too. And the power of one of America's largest 5G networks so you can do it all at the speed of 5G. With all that money you'll save and all that knowledge you'll gain, just how powerful will you become? Switch to Boost Mobile to find out. Get a free Samsung Galaxy A32 5G when you switch to one of America's largest 5G networks. More power to save. Boost Mobile, disclaimer, free phone limited to new customers and one per line. Additional restrictions apply. Offers covered. Offers and coverage not available everywhere for all phones and networks. See BoostMobile.com for details. We're also brought to you by Built Bar. This holiday season, grab the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar and even better, a tasty candy bar. Built Bar is filled with so many holiday goodness flavors, rich with decadent flavor and chocolate, but amazingly low in calories, sugar, 
net carbs and fat, but high in protein. You get the best of both worlds, delicious and healthy. So many flavors you'll have a hard time choosing. Will you have a raspberry or a mint brownie or cherry or a double chocolate, a cookies and cream or a peanut butter brownie? All those flavors are available for you to try at Built Bar. That gives you that extra fuel so you that you need to bust down those mall doors and battle all the holiday shoppers when you're out getting those last last minute Christmas gifts. Or if you're just standing in the endless shopping lines, Built Bar can give you that extra something to keep you going. So throw one in your jacket or your purse. You never know when you're going to need it. And to get that favorite flavor of yours, whether it's you know it's something it's something warm, a cozy flavor that you want to cozy up to, or something more marshmallowy for the holidays, you can check out all those different flavors at built.com. They have all the different flavors that you can want on your favorite built bar at built.com. Just be sure to use that promo code locked15. That's L-O-C-K-E-D 15 locked15, and you'll get 15% off your next order. Again, that's go to built.com to get your favorite built bar flavors delivered right to your door by using promo code locked 15 to get 15% off your next order. Now, Q, with that being said, when we do double ad reads, we keep it rolling here on the Locked On NFL podcast. Now, talking about Taysom Hill, the guy stinks. <laughs> we know he stinks. Right. It's bad. But it made me start to, to start to wonder, okay, wait a second. Let's look at how many other quarterbacks are out there and guys that are, you know, below 35, guys that are like with their team, and you know, not like Ben Roethlisberger, like the Steelers. No, Ben Roethlisberger ain't, ain't gonna be here much longer. This is that that was just a hey, we didn't see who we wanted in the draft. We're we're just gonna take us. We'll take another swing with this guy for a year, and we'll see what happens. Um, but I'm I'm talking about the teams that have drafted guy early, have paid a guy on, on to be on the roster. Te- teams that have these guys that you know some people want to, some fans want to think that they're franchise quarterbacks, but they're just not yet. We're going to start with Taysom Hill at the bottom. As of right now, he has 320 passing yards. He is below Josh Johnson of the Jets, Joe Flacco of the Jets, Cooper Rush of the Cowboys, Trey Lance, Colt McCoy, Geno Smith, Andy Dalton, Tyrod Taylor, Mike White, and a whole bunch of other quarterbacks. Is there any hope in your mind, Q, that Taysom Hill ever works out? No, no, not at all. Nah, based off everything I said in second Same. number one, no. But if Sean Payton thinks he's a quarterback, it could be a quarterback of the future, he's absolutely capping, no doubt about he's it. He's capping, and this is this is cap or no cap. We, right. There's a segment we did a lot during the offseason. It is cap or no cap time. And if you really think that Taysom Hill is the answer, and I'm talking to you, Ross Jackson, I'm listening talking to you over to Locked On Saints because I've heard you praise Taysom Hill, like he was going to do something. No way, I'm, not I'm Ross. You, uh, no, no, Ross didn't do all that. I'm just, I'm just being excited. It's, okay, it's, it's, I'm, it's about it's, I'm about to it's, say, I'm about to say, Ross is better hey, than listen, that. Ross is, Ross is much better than that. I was just, I was just, I was just messing. You with were capping, but it, I was capping right there. Yes, I was capping. Chris Carter was capping because I was coming coming from my boy uh, Ross Jackson while they're over there. But, uh, but you know, hey, again, it's it's on it's the East Coast, man. It's like it's like two in the morning. We're doing the show right now. It's all good. Um, uh, but uh. But in all seriousness, you're capping if you ever think that Taysom Hill is going to do something. Now, let's move up the list here. Let's look at other guys. You know, I'm going to skip past the Cooper Rushes and in, in the Trey Lance. It's not fair to do him. Skip guys that are starters, up. man. It, exactly. We're going to talk about some starters. Let's let's start with Zach Wilson. And yes, he's only played seven games. Yes, he's a rookie. But through seven games, four touchdowns, ten interceptions. Look, I'm sorry, but if you, th- I said this before the draft. 
if anybody buys into Zach Wilson because he threw a pretty pass in his, his pro day workout, you fooling yourself, you capping. And if you still think that he's going to be the man, you are capping again. You know, I agree with you. I think that you're capping if you think Zach Wilson's going to be a franchise quarterback, but this is why he was a guy that was very injury prone when he was in college. And guys that are injury prone in college are normally injury prone in, in, in the pros. He's a very small dude. He's already been injured uh, uh, quite a bit in the pros. You know, there's a reason why they had to go out and make a move and go and make a, what, a trade for Joe Flacco? They brought him back by way of trade yep. because yep. Mike White got injured and Zach Wilson was already injured. I mean, I, I just, I, I like him as a, a player. I think that he has a nice arm. Like you mentioned, he has a pretty ball. Yeah, he can put the ball where it needs to be, but is he going to be available? I just think over the body of three, four years, He's not gonna his his body won't hang up or hold up. So that's why I think that that you're capping. I don't think that his body will hold up through uh, what it takes to be an NFL quarterback for the long term. All right, let's move up the list. Let's go to Justin Fields. Now this may be a little Ooh. unfair to him. Eight eight starts. He's two and six. Four touchdowns, eight interceptions. Not too far off of uh, Zach Wilson there. He also has like like fifty more passing yards or so. So relatively the same there, but. Is someone camping if they're still believing in Justin Fields at this point? My thing is Justin Fields showed a lot more going into this year as a collegiate player that he could be a leader. But I said from the jump, that man did not need to be on a team that was going to be dependent on him uh, to be the savior early in his career. I think that he's got a better chance than Zach Wilson long term. But right now he is not playing well. You know, I, I hate to to judge this guy right now because I know his head coach is terrible. I know that Matt Nagy's awful. Uh, I think he'll have a new head coach next year. I mean, it was already rumored that he was going to get fired right after Thanksgiving. Obviously, he didn't, but still think that he'll be replaced. Um, it's so hard with Justin Fields, man, because you see flashes where he's good. And then, you see, like, right, and then you see flashes where he's not good. So I'm going to say that you're not capping. I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt, I, 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 but I don't feel good about it. Let me just put it like that. Right. I'm, I'm saying you're not capping. I think that he at least could be a little bit sturdier than Zach Wilson. I think they're similar in the same boat, except for he's going to be stronger and not banged up quite a bit. As, as much as Zach Wilson. But then again, he's been banged up too this year. So, I mean, you know what I mean? It's like th th both these guys have been injured a lot. They're very similar to each other. He's a little bit more athletic, but I'll tell you, I'm going to say not capping, but I don't feel good about it. New guy here, Tua Tangovailoa. Capping, capping, capping. Dang! He didn't let me go too. I was going to read his stats. No. I was going to bring up the fact that he has 10 touchdown passes to six interceptions. Q is at it with, with and, no, and the thing about it is the reason why I say that is I'm a guy, and I've said that many times on the show, I love Alabama football. I love Alabama football. I really respect all the players. Of course, Nick Saban is, uh, is the end-all, be-all coach in my eyes. And if I can't get behind and support Tua right now, there's a reason for that. You know what I mean? I just I and I didn't have good confidence about him coming out of college because he was banged up. I mean, there's a theme here with me availability is your best ability. You know what I mean? Like it's, that's just the truth. People hate to hear it, but that's what it is. Your best ability mm -hmm. is availability. Tua hasn't been available. Zach Wilson's not going to be available often. Justin Fields might not either. That's why I'm very much on the fence with those guys. And I'm definitely thinking that Tua is, I mean, people in Miami are pissed that they didn't get Justin Herbert because they decided that they were going to go with their first instinct, which was Tua. They should have gone with Justin Herbert and Miami would be feeling really good about themselves right now. It would be a whole different ball game yep. in, in the city of Miami right now. We're going to skip past Sam Darnold. We all know what that He's is. He's not a franchise quarterback. 
He's he's not anyone no. that tries to pretend. Someone's going to try to sign him next year like he is, and it's going to be a joke. Um, we'll skip past Jared Goff. We know what that deal is. Let's go to Trevor Lawrence. I want to get your thoughts on him. Okay. Is it capping to think that he's there? I, I say no capping because I, I do see potential in him turning things around. He he went into a really rough situation with, with the Jaguars. Not that Zach Wilson didn't go into a really rough situation, right. but nine touchdowns, 10 interceptions. Just the way that he plays the game of football, I see him turning things around if he gets some more weapons there. Well, I think he'll turn things around if they get rid of Urban Meyer. I think Urban Meyer is in over his uh, his skis. I mean, he's not a, he's not a head coach in the NFL. Uh, he should be one of those guys that was pounding the table to get back to college. Uh, I, I he think needs to go to Notre Dame right now. There's an opening, right? Well, it was an opening. You know, I think that was, no, yeah, I think true. that your cabin. If you think Urban Meyer is going to be around for the long haul, so I think when Trevor Lawrence gets a new head coach, a real head coach, he'll have an opportunity. He has the poise, he has the size, he has the ability, the arm to be an NFL quarterback. He just needs better guys on the sidelines. So I'm going to give him a pass and say that uh, uh, you're not capping when you say he's a franchise quarterback, uh, but they got to hurry up and, and change that coaching staff quick, fast, and in a hurry. Yeah, they got to get some good hands on him. Now, here's a guy that's one of the most controversial, talked-about quarterbacks in the NFL right now, Baker Mayfield. If you ask Jeff mm. Lloyd or anybody from Brownsville, they all think that Baker Mayfield's the guy. He's got to be the guy. He's got to be this I'm sorry. I said this when they drafted him. That was the biggest mistake Cleveland could have made. If they had drafted Lamar Jackson, if they had drafted a whole bunch of other, anybody, anybody else, they would have been in a great position that year, and they they would be they would be a Super Bowl favorite this year. I think you know with the way that they'd be playing right now. But they have a really good roster with Baker Mayfield just stinking up the joint. He has 11 touchdowns, six interceptions, decent numbers there. But you just see what what, it, what, it, what, it, what he brings to the table. If the run game isn't clicking for Cleveland, he's in trouble. That's why I'm saying you're capping if you still believe in Baker Mayfield at this point. You know, I don't know. He's had – look, what, is, what has Cleveland had? What do you mean it's – what has Cleveland, Cleveland had? had over the past, I don't know, forever? You know what I mean? Like, go back to that jersey that has all the different quarterback so names wait. on it. So, so your point is – because they haven't had good quarterbacks, he's a good quarterback? I say that he stabilized the position for them. I think he stabilized the position. He's given them at least a little I, bit of hope. He's got some – he's got a little something in his neck. He's got a little there, attitude. He's got a little something I can respect. There are better – there were better quarterbacks on that, on that list. On the, Kelly Holcomb was oh, a get better out of quarterback. Here. Get out of here. Listen, Kelly Holcomb. You're going to hell with gasoline draws on, man. You're tripping. No, 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 no. You're tripping, Kelly Holcomb. Where's he at? He can't complete a pass. Oh, get out of here. Oh, that's. Odell Beckham Jr. is wide open in the middle of the field. He can't throw it to him. What do you have against the Big 12, man? You guys, you got something against the Big 12. No way. He's not that bad. Get out of here. He is terrible. Come on, he, he ain't is, terrible. Whenever when anyone ever tells me that Ben Roethlisberger is the worst quarterback in the AFC North, I say I would agree if Baker Mayfield wasn't there. Well, that's Big how Ben's I, that's, going that's to how, the Hall of Fame. Baker Mayfield ain't got to be a Hall of Famer. He's just got to right, be he's good. He's good. He's just much. he's not great, but he's good. He's not good. I'm oh man, you take, get out of here! You take dude. away the best one-two punch at running back position in the NFL, he would be garbage. He would have nothing. What he has a really have good have, man. Line. If he has some a really good were, running game, you know, he chased away a talented receiver. Jarvis Landry is tired of him. How he, talented is Odell Beckham Jr. right now? What has he done? He got injured when he scored a touchdown with the Rams on Sunday. He literally got injured on the play. And he still scored a touchdown. That's more than what he was doing with the Browns. And it 
with the Browns, he was wide open at the time. If you look, if you go look at the all twenty two of those Browns games, would you see him just putting his hand up like I'm right here? It takes two to tango, man. The numbers. It takes two to. That's the. You know what that is? I know what that is. It's not the Big Twelve bias. It's the AFC North bias. My bad. I lo- no, because here's the thing. I love Lamar Jackson. I love ah, Joe he's Burrow. different though. I think, they're, I think I think they're phenomenals. I think that I think that has, I think Lamar Jackson and Joe Burrow have a chance to run the division for the next few years. Baker Mayfield. I said from the jump that dude ain't gonna work Pittsburgh out. Pittsburgh Steelers hate Cleveland Browns. That's all. That's like that ain't no. Listen, I, I love Nick Chubb. I love Owusu Koromoa. I say if they if this team if they were able to go and get Russell Wilson in free agency next year, that Browns team could walk to the Super Bowl as long as Bill, as, as Russell Wilson's hand is open. Okay. Baker Mayfield but, ain't that bad. Baker Mayfield is bad. I'm telling right, well, you right now. I Been think that you're. That. I think you're capping. No, I think you're not. No, I, I think, think you're capping. No, I'm not capping. capping. I think I, I don't think Baker Mayfield. You don't even Mayfield's, know what it is anymore. You're just like, I think I'm confused. Yeah, I'm confused. Capping. I know this. <laughs> Baker Mayfield ain't no Hall of Famer. He's not elite, but he's a good quarterback that can get it done. And he's a guy who actually wants to play in Cleveland, by the way. Does he? Yes. He was going after the Browns fans the other week. Well, because like, they were oh, going after him because they sounded like you. They don't, they're booing him because they're like, hey, just throw them, complete the ball to the open man. Like, that's man all that's I don't, he's not that bad, man. You're uh, you're you're putting you're putting 20 on 10. I'm putting 20 on 10, he said. <laughs> all right, let's go to let's let's talk about Jan- Daniel Jones real quick. Daniel Jones, capping if you think he's the man. Yeah, he's 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 yeah, that yeah. So why is he capping on Daniel Jones but not on Baker Mayfield? Because Daniel yeah, Jones is no good. You Daniel straight jo- capping. What has Daniel Jones straight. done? No, I agree. Can Daniel, but Daniel Jones is in the Baker Mayfield department. He's not in the problem. Baker Mayfield. Boo. Get out of here. <laughs> and then finally, we'll do our last one. Oh, no, no. We got two more here. Two more here. Jalen Hurts. 13 touchdowns, uh, eight interceptions. He's also run a lot, though. Um, I, I give I give Jalen Hurts the grace period because his offensive line is terrible. Um, and he often has to run with his feet. But I also, I don't think, he, I'm not what sure. What else he is he going to run with? Him. Of course he runs with his feet. Yeah, right, right. But 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 I'm saying he's he's gonna score with his feet. That's what I meant to say there. But my point here with J- with Jalen Hurts, yeah, you trying to be a smart butt over there. I see, I see you right there. Uh, but my point here with Jalen Hurts is that I'm not so sure. I'm not sure yet if he's ever going to evolve into a passing quarterback who right. can you who can create with his feet to extend the play and right. then use his arm to make a, a, a really good passes. I'm not sure if he's going to be that guy. But again, I'm willing to give him a grace period just because their offensive line so beat up. Well, my thing with him is I think he got sprung into the starting position sooner than he needed to be. You know what I mean? I think the the plan was to keep Carson Wentz around a little while. He can learn under him. Uh, Carson Wentz is always injury prone. So at some point, maybe Jalen Hurts takes over. That's kind of what I thought. I actually wanted the Raiders to make that move and let him sit behind Derek Carr and learn from him. But obviously, Philadelphia went and got him first. I don't know if he's going to develop into that guy. That's a good question. Um, I I, I want to give him the benefit of the doubt. Uh, he makes some plays here and there, and then all of a sudden he'll he'll make a terrible mistake. And I'm thinking, what are you thinking? So um, yeah, I'll say that I'll say that he's I, I I don't know right now. I'll just go with this that you're capping if he's if you think he's a franchise quarterback because right now he doesn't look like one. But that doesn't he mean he can't like develop into one. Right, I agree with you there. Last two, we'll do these two really quickly because we got to get to the next segment. Taylor Heineke and Mac Jones. Yes and yes. Both okay. both no, those I'll, guys. I'll on the boat. Those are those are yeah. no cap. Both of those guys could be franchise quarterbacks. Mac Jones, I think he's already proven it. Taylor Heineke, that's a guy that I like. I like him. He has a little something in his neck. He's got a little chip, a little edge to him. He might not like end up him. being the franchise quarterback in DC with the Washington football team. I think he has an opportunity. He's shown a lot. He kind of gets that team to rally around him. Uh is he going to be an elite quarterback? No. Uh but he's short. He's uh you know, he doesn't have the 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 strongest arm, 
but he's got he's got that thing in your chest that pumps, man. He's got heart. He's got he's got I, that that will to want to win. Uh, I mm-hmm. think that he leaves everything he's got on the field, and after every play, you can see that he's just he's giving it his all. So I can respect that. So I, I think he will be a franchise quarterback. I'm not saying with Washington, but I think he'll end up being a franchise quarterback somewhere. Yeah, I, I can see that too. One thing though, I didn't realize he's 28 years old. He's a lot older than that. Then you right? think when you're thinking like, Oh, he hasn't been around that long. Mac Jones. Also, I just think that he's playing at a really good level. He's in the perfect place to grow yep. as a quarterback. Uh, so he's fine. And, and to let y'all know, if there's someone out there like, Oh, why didn't you talk about Justin Herbert or Joe Burrow? It's because we know that no brainers, no brainers. Like, yeah, like those are no brainers. So we're going over guys that like people might be discussing as as potential non franchise quarterbacks. So that's that. But let's 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 take a quick break. We're going to talk about Bet Online and then we get to our pick six for the weekend. Bet Online has you covered for all your seasons, uh, for your seasons, all your props, your odds, your lines, and all the information that you could need more than ever before as football season continues its march to the playoffs. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season. Head to the new updated desk or mobile website. To, uh, to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use promo code Locked On to receive your bonus at any point in time. From basketball to football to NHL to boxing and, and UFC, right down to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season at Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. And bet Online, where the game starts. Wrapping up here on the Locked On NFL Podcast, it's Chris Carter and your boy Q. We thank you for, you thank you for making us your first listen every day here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Now, bringing it up here, let's go through our pick six. We're, we got six games here. Q, six and five Chargers at seven and four Bengals. Listen, I'm sticking with the Bengals. They smoked the Steelers this last weekend. They're playing at a high level. They're going to keep it rolling. They're at home. They need to beat the Chargers. I swear to goodness, I am not wearing stickers if they lose to the Chargers, but I'm letting y'all know they are, they they better win this game. You know, it's going to be a tough game. It really is, but I think that the uh, the Bengals got their mojo going. Uh, they got yeah. their get-right game the against roster. the Raiders. Uh, they, they, they gave the Raiders the business. Then they turned right around and beat the Steelers, and I think the running game with Joe Mixon is really cooking right now at the right time. You want to be able to run the rock very effectively in December, and I think that's what they're going to do. So I, I think that they, uh, they really bring it to the Chargers, who have a very terrible run defense. So, yeah. I think Cincinnati runs all the way to the bank. Joe Mixon and the and the Bengals win this game. Now going along to the team you just mentioned, the Las Vegas Raiders at six and five host the five and six Washington football team who's on a roll. They look good. I'm going. I'm going with Washington. I believe in Taylor Heineke. I yeah. believe in what they got going on. No offense to your Raiders, Q. I just think they've gone through way too much drama this year. No, I hear you. I hear you. And uh, this is going to be a hell of a game. I think the Raiders are two-point favorites right now or two-and-a-half-point favorites right now at home. Uh, that's not very much. Usually you get at least three points. Um, I, they got that get-right game against the, the Cowboys on Thanksgiving. Uh, I don't know if they can keep that thing rolling because, like you said, Washington's on a nice roll. Heineke, as I mentioned, leaves everything out there after every single play. Um, I, I just... I, I want to give the Raiders the, the the nod because they're at home. But, man, I'll tell you, the way that the Washington football team plays with the, you know, they don't give the ball up very often. They like to have that time of possession. It's going to be tough. The Raiders are going to have to go out there like they did against Dallas and score on the first drive, get an early lead, and force them to get out of their element, which is run the rock, run the rock, run the rock. I'm going to roll with the Raiders in this one. I just, because they need the game really badly. They still have an opportunity in the crazy AFC West. So I'm going to give them the the nod right here, but this is a game that I'm I'm very much on the fence. And if Washington comes out as as the top as winning it in four games in a row, it wouldn't shock me at all. 
keeping it with the four o'clock games game that is a big AFC North showdown. Eight and three Ravens at five, five and one Steelers. The Steelers, of course, coming off a three game losing streak right now. Um, or actually, no, is, is it two game? It's a three game non winning streak because they tied the Lions, <laughs> lost to the Chargers, and then lost. But when you tie the Lions, it feels like a loss, anyways, right? right? So, uh, so that's the situation they're in. I, I can't in good conscience pick the Steelers right now. I think that it'll be close because almost all the Ravens Steelers games right. are close. They come down to it. I think the Ravens win with the Justin Tucker field goal at the end. But I, you know, I, I this would change if I knew that that TJ Watt was playing. If TJ Watt was playing, I think that they would be a problem. Uh, but the Steelers are too hurt up at front right now to be able to contain Lamar Jackson. I think that's going to be a problem for them, and their offense doesn't have the answers yet. Even if the Ravens offense isn't clicking, it's averaging twelve points a game over the last three games. That's abysmal. Uh, but I still look at that and I say Lamar Jackson can get out can get out on the Steelers if TJ Watt's not there. Is Mike Tomlin going anywhere after this year? He better not be. I don't think he is. Um, I, I'll say there's Pittsburghers that wish he, that he would. There's a lot of Pittsburghers that are like, oh, he's gonna do this. He ain't leaving for a college job. I'll say I'll no, tell no, you that yeah. much. But there's no there's no way that Pittsburgh just moves on from him, right? It would have to be his decision. Okay. I don't think that the Rooney's the Rooney's would give up on Mike Tomlin. They really believe in him. Heck, I, I put it this way: when Bill Cower had back-to-back losing seasons and then missed the playoffs for a third season, they gave him an extension. And there were a lot of people in Pittsburgh, if you read back in articles back in like the late 90s and the early 2000s, they're like, why did you give this man an extension? He hasn't won you a Super Bowl. He's been missing the playoffs for three straight years. Why would you do that? It's because they believed in the culture that that Bill Cowher had in the locker room. Mike Tomlin has that culture in the locker room, guys that want to fight every single season. That's why he's not had a losing season yet. And that's the thing here. In Pittsburgh, people say the sky is falling. They're five. Five, five, and one. They're literally at 500. They're right in the playoff mix. But in Pittsburgh, the standard is the standard, and people say the standard needs to be winning Super Bowls every year, even though it's just not realistic. So people are tripping right now. But I, I say Mike Tomlin stays. Well, with all that being said, I'm going to say Pittsburgh wins this game. Baltimore hasn't Whoa, played very okay. good. They haven't, they haven't played good at all. They, they've played terrible, especially offensively. And, you know, I think Mike Tomlin is a difference maker. So I think he gets this uh, Steeler team fired up, ready to rock and roll. And Lamar Jackson will probably make a couple mistakes. He came off a, a game where he made a ton of mistakes. He just was playing against a piss-poor team. So I think Pittsburgh finds a way to win this one. I don't know how they win it, but I think they win it. NFC West showdown, 6-5 Niners at 3-8 Seahawks. Listen, I'm sorry. I love Russell Wilson, but they done. I'm going with the Niners. I'm going to roll with Seattle here. I'm going to roll with Seattle. Um, Russell Wilson didn't look good on Monday Night Football against the Washington football team, but I think now that he you know, gets a little bit more of a, you know, a, 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 some rest and a little bit more uh, practice under his belt, and San Francisco's not that good anyway. I mean, they, they run the ball really well, but they're not that good. So uh, I'm going to roll with Seattle on this one. I think that Russell Wilson gets right in this game. They've only won three games all season. They've got to find a way to pick up a W. Back to back to back splits between the, between the two of us here. You have the Raiders. I have Washington. You have the Steelers. I have the Ravens. You have the Seahawks. I have the Niners. Broncos at Chiefs here. All right, I dare you to pick the Broncos because I'm taking the Chiefs. I pick the Broncos. Whoa! Look at this guy over. He's got he's got cojones. Yeah, I mean, hey, look at the AFC West. There's literally That's one true. game separating the whole division. That's true. It I is don't close. I'm surprised that the Broncos are playing as well as they are. To be honest. I mean, they they traded Von Miller, then they proceeded to win a game against the Cowboys, proceeded to win a game against the Chargers. I mean, they're they're winning games. Now, this one, you know, is, is at Arrowhead, I do believe, right? They're playing. It is. It is, it is in Kansas City. Which is going to make it a bear, 
But just because everyone believes that Kansas City is going to win is the, the reason I'm going to roll with Denver in here. I think the Broncos, they have a fighting chance with that defense, and uh, maybe they force Patrick Mahomes into a couple turnovers, and they come away with the, the game. So I'm going to roll with Denver in this one. Uh, I don't feel great about it. I'm not saying it's a lock or anything, but uh, I do think that, that they have a fighting chance with that defense. All right, my game of the week right here, 8-4 and four Patriots at 7-4 and four Bills. The Patriots say this is our division. The Bills are saying, no, your time was done, man. That was the last 20 years. It's our time. This is a chance for the Bills to say it is our time, but I'm rolling with the Patriots. They're too hot right now. They're playing well on defense. They're playing well on offense. The Bills have been very roller coastery lately. I think the Patriots, I think they're going to end up splitting the series, but I think the Patriots in this game, they find a way to win. In Mac, I trust. There you go. I'm a converted Mac Jones guy. I didn't believe in him when he, uh, you know, when he was in the draft. I thought he was a product of the talent around him, and that's saying a lot for a guy like me who really respects Alabama football. Uh, I normally would say, hey, yeah, he's from Alabama. He's good to go. But I just thought the product around him was better than he was. But he's showing that he can he can be the guy. So uh, I got a lot of respect for Mac Jones. Mac who? Mac Jones. And so yeah, uh, I'm good. I'm good to go. I'm rolling with the Patriots. So I thought she was going to go, well, I tried to tell you so, but I guess you didn't know. No. That's, no. <laughs> that's a whole different, but that's, that's Return to the Mac. That's a better song in my opinion. No, man, you can't, well, it, it's a better song. It got more love, but you can't, you can't diss Mike Jones. Who? Mike Jones. I don't diss, but this is Mac Jones. If you want to do it with Mike Jones, go do it for a Mike. There's a bunch, you could do it for Mike Tom. There's a whole bunch of Mics out there. No, this no, is this is Return Mac Jones. Mac. Mac Jones is closer to Mike Jones. Get out of here, man. You're going back to that the, Pittsburgh look, look, bias. Return of the Mac works for a guy actually named Mac. How many guys are named Mac out there? Mac There's Jones a works Joneses for out there. It don't you matter. Do, Mac you Jones do works. Mike Jones for everybody. And you're out of there, dude. Julio Jones. You can do whatever Julio no, you Jones. Can't. He's on reserve, no. Not even close. Anyways, Q, let people they can find you, follow you, and get more of your work. Man, I'm on Twitter, at your boy Q254. You can always find me on Twitter again, at your boy Q254. All my work, Locked On Raiders, Locked On Bets, Locked On NFL, radio shows, everything I got, you can find on Twitter, at your boy Q254. What about you? You can and you can find me, Chris Carter, on Twitter and Instagram at Carter Critiques. You can f- read my work at DKPittsburghSports.com. You can listen to me on the Locked On Steelers podcast, just like you listen to Q on the Locked On Raiders podcast, just like you listen here on the Locked On NFL podcast every day, Monday through Friday, Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Odyssey, YouTube, all the things. Subscribe to us. Make us your first listen every day. It's a big help when you do. Thanks so much for checking out the Locked On NFL podcast. Be back in your ears and on your screens on Monday.